I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Water. Water is the cornerstone of life. It nourishes us, irrigates our crops and waters our livestock. Water is vital for all known forms of life. We rely on it to wash our cars, clean our food and produce our power. It has an effect on almost every activity in our everyday life. Without it, civilization would cease to function. Governments would collapse, crippled by an undefeatable enemy, drought. It would be a matter of days, no longer than a week, before every living being on earth perished. In short, we cannot live without water. Two days ago, we were forced to begin doing just that. I don't know how it began. No one left alive does. During the initial hours of it, theories ranged from the barely plausible, like a new form of greenhouse gas, to the ridiculous, such as a new type of light, one that only evaporated water. I remember those hours fondly. The true enormity of what was happening had not sunk in, and hysterica had not yet clutched the human race. What happened? I'll put it simply. The first was that every single drop of fresh water in the entire planet evaporated instantly. I don't think I can ever do this event justice, but I'll try. Can you imagine every single river, every single lake, every single natural source of water drying up instantly, without rational explanation? I doubt you can, but that's exactly what happened. It wasn't restricted to natural sources either. As far as I can tell, all the bottled water in the world also evaporated, as did that in water tanks and other similar sources. It also disappeared from other substances, such as soft drinks, creating foul sugar compounds that would make those who consumed it quite ill. There was not a single drop of fresh water left anywhere on Earth for anyone to drink. But by far the worst result of the lack of water was the nuclear reactors. Without pressurised water, most of the nuclear reactors in the entire world, those that utilise purified water as coolant, had no available sources of coolant, and just after half of these had poor or untested foul-safe plans. The resulting effect of this led to catastrophic nuclear meltdown in roughly 46% of water-cooled reactors. The world, already reeling from the unprecedented situation, fell into total anarchy. International communication ceased after almost exactly 24 hours after it began. But then there was a second effect. The second effect was the salt water poisoning. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many people flocked to the desalination plants in the first few hours, hoping for salvation. They found none. At approximately the same time as the worldwide evaporation, saline increased by fivefold in every sea or ocean on Earth. Desalination plants were able to cope with the load for approximately 20 hours. Then fuel began to run low, and with the imminent collapse of civilization, thanks to the multiple nuclear meltdowns, no more was delivered. Thus, the last ever drop of fresh water on Earth was pumped out no later than midnight yesterday. After the drought came the collapse. With no water available, civilization soon descended into anarchy. Governments, typical of authority to the very end, tried maintaining order, but it didn't work. Soldiers rebelled, shooting rioters and runners alike. Those who didn't die were brutally executed moments after. They turned on each other soon enough, with only a few militaries intact from the carnage. The deserters fled, unwilling to stay and watch the extinction of Earth. But then come the worst, far worse than anything before it. There was in fact one source of water that has not been touched. I'm so lucky I realised before anyone else in my town. It was blood. Blood, which is over 90% water, was the only remaining liquid fit to drink. And so some did. At first, I didn't believe it. It was too horrific. Animals went first. The desperate drank the blood of cats, dogs, pets and feral animals of all kinds. Many offered too little blood to be of any real value. The situation was made worse by the fact that I live in a rather large metropolitan city, and beyond domesticated pets and the odd feral animal, there was no animals to catch and drink from. Perhaps those in the country fared better, but I had no way of finding out, and frankly, I don't really care. I knew then that humans had only one other option – I first saw it 12 hours ago. An elderly man dressed in nothing but a torn dressing gown slowly made his way down the street that ran in front of my house. He called for help desperately, croaking out that his entire nursing home was dead or dying, that the nurses had fled and that he was looking for help. He was so pitiful that I almost opened my door, if only to offer him some respite from the midday sun and some of my sparse rations. If I had been a second faster, I would not be recording this. Before I could open the door, three people, two men and a woman, pounced from the shadows of a nearby tree. 
The poor old bastard had no chance. They leapt upon him, frenzied from their dehydration, and set upon him with makeshift tools. It was a most terrifying spectacle of my entire life. One of the men had a hammer. He set about bashing the man's joints in, one by one. Crack, crack, crack. I retched bile each time the hammer slammed into a bone. So sickening was the crunch. The other had a gardening hoe. He hovered above the elderly man, bringing the makeshift weapon down once, twice, the tool cutting through the man's ankles like a knife through a stake. The metaphor made me vomit. After I did, I looked back, if only to satisfy my own growing horror. I wish I hadn't. The woman, who was weaponless, save from her own two hands, had straddled the man's chest. Her hands were spread on the screaming man's face as her own companions butchered him. Then, even as I watched, she dug her thumbs into his eyes. He howled like nothing I'd ever heard before. She dug harder, pushing inwards and outwards simultaneously. When they were pulled free, blood and some even less discernible liquid splattered all over her. She grabbed them and ate them like fruit. I could hear the chewing sounds from my door. They bent to consume the precious blood and I turned away. I called them the drinkers. There's one thing I want to make very clear about them. They aren't zombies, nor are they affected by some external force that forces them to drink the blood of humans, such as a virus or disease. They are entirely human. I suspect that dehydration affects them worse than it does others, and this forces them to drink from humans in a form of cannibalism or they perish. They represent the dark side of humanity. The drinkers also seem to recognise each other through some subtle signal. Not being a drinker, I wouldn't know. As fast as I possibly could, I took my meagre supplies, some small comforts, these recordings, and my 357 Desert Eagle up into my bedroom. I pushed the bed against the door with my rapid fading strength and piled furniture on it. The Desert Eagle has a full clip of seven and I have one spare. Enough for 13 drinkers and, well, I'm sure you can imagine... Another six hours have passed. I can really feel the dehydration now. My tongue feels numb and my skin feels like sandpaper. I tried to eat some bread before and I almost choked, with no saliva to moisten my throat. Now I'm hungry as well as thirsty. I don't even know why I've kept recording this. Maybe it's something to occupy me during the final hours of mankind. Maybe I hold onto some hope that a solution will be found and someone in the future will hear this and remember what it was like. Maybe I'm just delusional. It's getting worse. I'm breathing heavily and becoming more and more lethargic. This room feels like a sauna. I can almost see the heat waves bouncing across the room becoming more and more intense until I am literally cooked alive. 
It's not a pleasant vision. The microphone keeps slipping from my hand as I suffer random bursts of weakness. I'm scared I won't be even able to pull the trigger if the time comes. I'm so terribly thirsty. The last time I urinated, it burned. I haven't defecated for a long time now. My vision's fading in and out, and my head feels like it's going to split open from the intense pressure inside. My skin is so dry and leathery. I know I'm dying, but I've still got the Desert Eagle. Maybe I should kill myself before I lose the strength to do so. God knows it's better than dehydrating to death or letting the drinkers get me. So thirsty. It's dark and I've lost the gun. Vision almost gone. I'm so thirsty. I'm going mad. I'm dying. Wait, what's that? I'm so thirsty. Someone's knocking at the door. They want to be let in. They say the drinkers are coming. Should I? I don't know. Maybe I'll go get a drink. I'm so thirsty. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.